Hey everybody, welcome to the In and After Show. We're back after a short break from last week where I guess I would have called last week um, an act of God that prevented us from yeah. streaming, really. Wait, what happened? Oh, James James had car trouble. Yeah. No Not great. way. His car yeah. blew up. Yeah. It did. It didn't well, no, it didn't literally blow up. Your car blew up. up into flames? No, no, not not in flames, but the cylinders oh. did um start make it, my car was rattling like an old jalopy. And so I definitely had to take that in and yeah. um, got to spend a lot of money to fix it. I thought I would be a cool boss and not make you still show up after you went through I think car trouble is like one of the most stressful things as someone who's had her catalytic converter stolen from under her car in front of her house before just you know and had to get my kid to daycare in a Are you that. hitting me right now? No, I have a Prius and those catalytic converters go for a lot of money. So someone jacked up my car in front of my house in the middle of the night and stole it. And I got in my car with my kid to take him to daycare. This was over a year ago. And it made a weird noise. And my car was still up on the jack. I still have the jack. They left the jack. So I just have that. But I, I yeah. am literally in shock. I, I've heard of that. I just have mm -hmm. never met anyone who actually fell victim to it. I mm -hmm. feel so bad yeah, for it you. Was a big, there was a big ring in my area that was doing that for a while. So, uh, yeah. Not fun. Well, I just get into car accidents all the time. So... <laughs> Cause I'm a terrible driver. Like it's not even, it's like really bad. Like I, I low key was driving today and I was like, you know, maybe I should just get Uber. Like I'm just such a bad driver. Like it's just, <laughs> it's not, it's bad. It's yeah. like not a good thing. But I might anyway, have the on. same kind of uh, issue if I was driving in Los Angeles though. That's like, the Los thing. Angeles it's, it's I, true, I would like, never wish that upon my worst enemy. Mm, yeah. It's, I like to think I'm, like not the worst driver ever mm. but then just driving here and you just you know everyone's just a psycho out here it's yeah. just like there's no i had one woman literally hit my mirror push it the other way and i like you know immediately grabbed it and looked and it was like fine but and then i drove up next to her and she like refused to look at me and i'm like you just almost knocked my mirror off my car and she literally just and like, she's just and like she didn't stop she didn't she just like kept on going yeah and then when i came up to her she was just like ignoring me and i was mm -hmm. like what if she knocked the whole thing off but that's la for you you know what I mean? so, like, yeah yeah anyway we got a lot of news yeah about, we so. do got a lot of news <laughs> talk about this week. yeah cars suck we're back yeah. uh this week yeah. um just quick reminder do please subscribe to this channel. We're streaming on YouTube and Twitter and Facebook and Jackie's Twitch stream right now because we upgraded Yay! our streaming service. So we're also in 1080p or 1080. We're in 1080 right now. So hopefully we look even more beautiful than usual. But you see all that hotness and hot death. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So I'm eating peanut butter and I look like a grandma, but anyway moving on <laughs> but you're a high definition grandma and that's what the people come Yay. also we're both wearing cardigans so you know well, that just makes it an asmr stream so that's like a thing right yeah you just have yeah. to like you have to eat the peanut butter closer to the mic and then i feel like usually we're all cut not we all look beautiful but usually lindsay's always dressed in the nine so this is like on the off day mm. that she's like got her hair back because usually you're like in a oh, i've got bun hair today, today. Oh, do so, you? Yeah, you see, just can't see it. She's still, she's still cute. I was about to say, I like, I put on makeup before this. What are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> no, but usually you're like in like a witch outfit yeah. with like ruffles and like, you know what That's I mean? True. So yeah, I've got like a wearing... cravat or yeah. something. Yes. <laughs> 
I didn't, I forgot what a cravat was. And you just reminded me. It's like, yeah. It's what Miles Edgeworth wears in uh, the Ace Attorney franchise. Style icon, Miles Edgeworth. Um, all right. On. Yeah. So we've got a couple of news items we're going to talk about. Um, there's some stuff going on with E3. Like, should anyone even bother to go? Because no one's going to be there. Um, there's some conversation happening yeah. on social media about the Chainsaw Man Blu-ray discs and how that means the show sucks. And I'm going to yell at everyone for a little bit about that. Um, Hope you're ready also, for it. And also, uh, Jordan Peele talked about his almost involvement in the cursed live-action Akira film that I, I'm going to say it's never going to happen, but then Alita did happen, and people used to say that about Alita. So who knows? But that's in the news today. And then we're going to also, since we were gone for a week, uh, quickly catch up on Trigun and Buddy Daddies as well. So just stick around here and we're going to get to that. What should we start with today, guys? Should we start with E3? I feel like Jackie knows a lot about E3. E3. I mean, so. I hosted it in 2021. So yeah. um, to be completely honest, um, I think that E3 has already kind of been on shaky ground because um, Jeff Keighley started Summer Games Fest to compete with it and started like stealing programming from stealing might not be the appropriate word but yes. let's just say added like another competitive layer to it mm -hmm. and then i just think with the evolution of the times people are just streaming and making their own content now like before i think uh developers and companies were heavily reliant on uh e3 exposure and now they're like okay well I can just drop this on my YouTube and people are still going to be hyped about it. It may, it honestly makes me a little bit sad because um, I've always felt like E3 is like a place where I see all my friends. It's just like going to like an anime convention. Right. But it's just yeah. like gaming. Right. So mm -hmm. it's like where I see my friends, where we all geek out together. Um, there's just this like camaraderie there and it's a great place to network too, like professionally, but like, it's just like a hangout, you know? And so I'm just kind of like, I'm scared. I feel like it's it's really on shaky ground right now. That I'm, community I'm, element is kind of getting lost with with it. Yeah. Yeah. And so I don't know. I'm I'm just like for those big names to be pulling out and uh, not having a presence. Like it's just it's kind of sad. I don't know else, what else to say. Just yeah. Sad to me. Yeah. So. Just to like clarify on that because we talked about it a little bit for the stream. As far as the names that are pulling out, um, IGN just uh, reported today that both sony microsoft and nintendo will not exhibit at e3 they're not even going to have booths at e3 like there won't be a presence there from any of those companies um to what jackie was saying about dropping it on your youtube i think there's a, a lot of truth to that i mean people watch the nintendo directs nintendo can just be like hey we're having a direct next week and we're gonna announce new zelda and and sony's you know. been doing the same thing with their stuff lately too they have yeah their, the state of play showcases yeah yeah, yeah. and they um just both had both had or maybe it was i think they just My microsoft had. just did one recently it just sucked but oh, okay <laughs> i just remember it was a couple months ago that um there was the state of play happened and we happened to be short staffed that day unusually short staffed like people were just sick and whatnot and i ended up covering for news and it ended i ended up writing something like 14 gaming related news articles just out of the stuff that came out of it was state of play and nintendo direct on the same day which is horrible don't do that to us please <laughs> but, um so i ended up covering for that and yeah they both just dropped a ton of news at the same time new tech in news you know zelda stuff and um 
Well, and Jackie yeah. mentioned Jeff Keeley, and I mean, I feel like the Summer Game Awards. Games have, yeah. Because um, I mean, the Game Awards this year had the new yeah. um, uh, uh, Ar Armored Core. It had the Horizon expansion. It had Death Stranding too. Like I feel like, you know, the E3 used to be even for the people that couldn't go to the convention. You know, for the gaming culture, it was kind of like the you know the Christmas of of you know all the cool game announcements and yeah. Um, they've just been they they've like everything in the streaming era. It's just all been you know nicheified and and split up and broken down into the composite parts and so there's not like one unified place to go for that stuff anymore yeah you're also bringing up the game awards is a good point too i have not i don't like that they make announcements at the game awards i understand why they do it because i mean i don't know if they were making like giant movie franchise announcements at the oscars maybe more people would watch it but yeah it's still like this is supposed to be an awards program and now you've turned it i mean and people are already press are already there to announce the winners so i guess it's convenient to also announce the new games but that cross pollination there kind of i don't know it gives it more they want to make feel. money Lindsay. yeah that's nice that you yeah. I, I mean Lindsay, i agree with you but it's like i already know yeah even like, the people that like money. watching the game awards say oh it's basically just a bunch of cool game trailers with some awards tossed in there which yeah, is I it, it, yeah i agree yeah i agree sorry i didn't mean to interrupt but yeah i was no, just sorry. like 100 percent. and i think that it's just kind of sad like e3 let's be honest they had like a monopoly on this for however yeah. long that they did right but it's yeah, just like it's covid happened um, they did, I was a part of the, the stream, right. That they streamed mm -hmm. online. And I even remember like, there wasn't really huge announcements then like uh, Nintendo had a presence, but then didn't like announce anything super huge. And, um, well, didn't Xbox they pull had out of some... E3 officially a while ago. Like Nintendo hasn't been doing E3, like they've yeah. been doing the Nintendo directs for a long time. But I think that yeah. they had a presence. The fact that these people, that they're not having a presence at all yeah. like, is, I think that's like, really, that's. Yeah, Honestly, I, mean, even just, I don't even know what to say. They yeah. not to even have a presence. You like, know? who's going to be there? Is it just going to be the publishers? Is it like. That's what I'm wondering. Like, who. I mean. Is Tommy Tallarico going to be there with his Intellivision? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I, think, I would think it would be like, I don't know, maybe Atlas or like D3 or. Um... Yeah, like Platinum Games, maybe. Or, you know, those, those folks might be there. Yeah. But like, I guess what we can say for sure is there won't be a major console announcement. Yeah, yeah which makes it even for E3 2021. I there was like a lot of like cool game announcements, but I don't remember anything like landmark where I was like, holy, you know. Yeah. Um, and then 2022 was canceled. It was just like straight canceled, yeah. right? Yeah. And um, this year Read Pop is handling it. Um, and I, you know, I'm I have no idea what is exactly 100 percent in store. You yeah, know? and I would think that Read Pop, so, you know, they've got experience with um. God, I hope I'm not getting this wrong. New York Comic Con, like they run New York Comic Con. So, I mean, they've got all the connections in that kind of space. I mean, New York Comic Con isn't exact, you know, that's comic books. It's not exactly the same as games, but I mean, they're not like a lightweight event organization. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's kind of disappointing. Might make the press's job easier during E3, but I guess we'll just have to, we'll have to see what happens. Um, but it's like, I'm sad. Like, I like that there was like this big, it was like the Coachella for nerds. Like, yeah. yeah. I don't know how else to describe it. Like, it was like 
our chance to come together and like geek out and like have all these huge announcements and be like hugging and emotional about them, you know, with other people. And I'm just kind of like, I don't want it to all go online. Like I'm yeah. bummed, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, even like, so. with, even beyond E3, like for a number of years there, San Diego Comic-Con was where a lot of the movie companies did their big announcements, their big franchise stuff. But lately now you have like the D23 for pretty much anything Disney. Um, yeah. Warner Brothers has yep. the fandom and stuff. Yep. it's all just, they all want to keep it in house mm -hmm. instead of having it be, you know, they don't want to share the stage with anyone else. Yeah. Compete, compete for eyeballs. Yeah. All right. Uh, the next thing I wanted to get to is someone else who who had a big stream uh, earlier this week is Disco Tech. Uh, they've yeah, got yeah. a big fandom that that turns out for those. Uh, they have a sort of a, a routine now where they put out clues on social media to try and guess what their announcements are going to be. Uh, we have the announcements now, and there are some surprises in here, especially if you're into like retro anime. Um, probably the biggest one might be uh, Re Cutie Honey which mm -hmm. is just a three episode OAV from the cutie honey franchise for people who aren't familiar with cutie honey. It's a go in a guy um, series that started, I think in the seventies and involves a, he's it's considered one of the first magical girls, but it was more targeted towards male readers in that, you know, it's kind of very horny. It's very sexy. Yeah, yeah. Very sexy transformation from, you know, what, what, are we talking about Sailor Moon? What are we no, talking about? No, 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 no. Cutie, cutie honey. honey. Cutie Honey. Oh, I don't know Cutie Honey. She okay. has a very like iconic theme song that will just like get stuck in your head, especially Honey Flash. You know, like, oh, her name is Honey, Honey Flash. Okay, no one clipped that. Um. Anyway, <laughs> it's it's. It's, it's already, already happened. It's, it's already happened. Times, it's yeah. gonna be on Twitter. All right. Um, gonna get a Nightcore remix of it. <laughs> Please don't. Please don't. Anyway. Uh, She's very influential. Uh, she's Hideakiano's personal magical girl girlfriend. Um, after Evangelion, he made a live action movie based on Cutie Honey. And then that in turn inspired a three episode anime related to his movie. And there were a lot of heavy, heavy hitters who worked on that. It was early in their career, but if you like, um, Hideaki Yano, he he directed it, and then the, one of the episodes was directed by Hiroyuki Imaishi from Trigger. So if you watch the trailer that um, Discotech went and put up on Twitter, you can see like the panty and stalking and kill the kill and stuff sort of that would come later in the style in it. So it's yeah. exciting for that reason. Um, Do you think Ano's ever done like a common writer cutie honey like fanfic? Do you think he has any of those like saved on his hard drive, just like collecting, you know, collecting dust? I would be surprised if he does. I'm surprised that it didn't become like a doujin that his wife then drew for him and right. that they sold together at Comic Head or something, you know. Um, and then Tomino would write like a scathing review of it or something. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm looking at the live action Cutie Honey poster of Cutie Honey mm -hmm. from Heidi Giano, and I'm just like. It's got Tokusatsu vibes, so it's got like the, I mean, the same I kind of special effects as like Power cool. Rangers. Yeah, it looks yeah. cool. Yeah. I mean, Ano's on record for like, he thinks Toku stuff is hot. So it yeah. makes sense that he would he would be like, what would my cutie honey be? It would basically Not going to lie, cutie sexy, honey kind of looks. Sexy Ultraman. <laughs> is cutie honey like basically old school Sailor Moon? I mean, she predates Sailor Moon and she yeah. does have a, like a magical like. 
uh, choker and then transforms. But, you know, a common running theme is like her costume gets torn a lot while she fights monsters. And oh no, sort of. So I know that little, the recent so cutie honey from a couple years sexy. ago had a lot of yeah. Yeah, way, yeah. way more sexy. So, um, wow. anyway, so that's uh, that'll be coming out soon. Some of their other announcements uh, if you're into tokusatsu, Saber Riders and the Star Sheriffs is one, which is like a space themed uh, tokusatsu series. Um, and they also got Magical Girl Lyrical Nanoha Reflection, which is one of the more recent movies in that Magical Girl series. But that's also got a, a pretty tight knit fandom attached to it. Um, I've only seen a couple episodes of Nano, uh, Nanoha, like early Nanoha. There's a talking ferret in it, if I remember right. That's oh all my. I really remember about that show. But anyway. That would be pretty unforgettable, talking <laughs> ferret. Yeah. Makes sense. So, so yeah, you can head over to Discotech's Twitter if you want, you know, to see the trailers and stuff for all their other announcements. But I just wanted to throw that out there, support those guys. Um, a lot of yeah. more fr friends of the channel. So anyway. Yay. Moving on, um, now I get to yell about things. Yay! So Wait, if you were here- About physical media, so about it's a good physical transition. media specifically, yes. So um, if you remember, oh God, Reddit is yelling at me. Stop, I just wanna look at, Reddit is so annoying about like, you have to be logged in to look at their shit. Um, anyway, if you remember my previous rant about how to uh, pronounce Ghibli, because it's Ghibli and not Ghibli. Um, this is along the same lines. So everyone here is probably familiar with Chainsaw Man. It was like one of the biggest shows last mm -hmm. season. We we covered it talked on the podcast. Talked about it for months. Yeah. We talked about it for months. No one would shut up about it. You know, it's awesome, amazing. Um, there is a screenshot of a website being shared around social media right now that shows that the Chainsaw Man Volume 1 Blu-ray only sold um, 1,735 copies in its first week. And then this is being used as an example that it is not performing well, is not popular, won't get a second season, yada, yada, yada. It's getting a second season. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. is that a joke? That's hilarious. Do you know how many people watch that show? Even if you hate that show, you hate watch that show. Everyone watched that show. Everyone so watched the show. comical. Yeah. So what this is based on is that there is a... a subcult like a, a, a contingent of anime fans that pay a lot of attention to blu-ray sales and dvd sales and this used to be more common several years ago because that was considered an indicator of how good something was if it sold what how how many copies it sold in japan right um and when we say several years ago we're talking like back when when uh, American boy bands were a thing and not, like, like K-pop back when like, NSYNC was around and Backstreet mid, Boys. Early mid 2000s, but there are still people who like swear by Blu-ray sales charts out of Japan and that being indicative of, of how good something is or how likely it will be to get a second season. Excuse me. It's wrong. So it's um, outdated and wrong. Oh, it's, it's completely outdated and wrong. If you see people doing this, please tell them they are outdated and wrong. Um, home video sales in Japan have been on a decline for almost 10 years at this point. This is not just in Japan as well. Like everywhere. Americans aren't buying DVDs and Blu-rays nearly to the degree that they were. If you want a, a, a good like American side of it, there's this show called Hot Ones that are like interviews while they make celebrities eat increasingly hotter hot sauce on chicken wings. Anyway, if you go to that channel, watch the Matt Damon episode and he will talk about how um, 
the decrease in home video sales in America is like killing the rom-com for instance, like, or just yeah. like mid-level stuff. It's not getting made anymore because those were mostly supported by like rentals and DVDs. Dude, nobody makes comedies anymore. Mm. No. Like, you they, never they don't make money. I, they only yeah. make money on home media because that's how yeah. people discover them. People don't go to the theater to watch comedies anymore because it's too much of a risk. Because yeah, a, bad, a, bad, a bad comedy is unbearable. Yeah, so and if you go with true. like your, your partner or whatever, you're like out almost fifty bucks, not counting yeah. And rom com rom coms are kind of unbearable. Let's be honest. If yeah. you're in a bad rom com, I walked out of Twilight. I walked out. I've never walked out of a movie. I walked out of Twilight. I was like, that wasn't a rom com, but just you know, when something's I, bad, it's bad. I yeah. walked out of Lady Killers, which is a movie with Tom Hanks. I think it's by the. Uh, that's actually. that's the next movie we have on our Coen Brothers rewatch. Uh, re oh and I'm oh really? It. Is that what? Well, which one is Lady Killers? It it has it's a heist movie. Yeah. Hmm. But anyway, so that's like U.S. sales. It's also the same um, with sales in Japan, and we have multiple articles because we publish this every single year when the percentage of sales for. Uh, DVD and Blu-ray and it's been on decline since like 2017 uh, I did an interview with George Wada the president of Wit Studio and Production IG and at the time I wasn't actually asking him about sales I was like so why don't you guys ever make your second seasons I was being a little it's <laughs> a good question <laughs> like why'd you drop Attack on Titan and Ancient Magisprite and Vinland Saga like why aren't you doing that and he told me that um, did you really ask him that yeah but nicely <laughs> it's a what good question the answer that's an amazing question but i'm like damn that's like getting real af you're yeah, like i was like why are you guys so what do you, what do you say popular shows why didn't, why didn't you do the sequels um he told me that at the time when they did those uh they relied on and he said this was about five years ago or more for those series they re relied on dvd sales to to look at how well something performed and that was an indicator of whether they would go forward and then by the time that information came out, the their docket for projects would be full and then he wouldn't have any space to to take on the second season. They'd have to go somewhere else because, you know, the people who wanted the second season to come out wanted it as soon as possible. And he didn't they didn't have room at Wit Studio. So that's why they didn't um, take it on. But he said nowadays that's not as much as a problem because one, he says he's better at his job. And two, he said um, they look at streaming numbers. And it's streaming numbers that are more important now. It's not the home 100%. video sales. So they get the data from Netflix and they get yeah. that data from Crunchyroll and they have it much sooner than they used to uh, than they with the Blu-ray sales. Oh, so. that's interesting too. Mm -hmm. uh, people, also I saw people theorizing for Vinland Saga because it has um, both of its, uh, its opening and its ending theme are in English. Oh. And I saw people theorizing that, uh, and I think it was based on the interviews that you know, Vinland Saga being such a, a Western oriented story and with the art and everything that they're like that they're basically making that show for Netflix, like for to appeal to a Western audience. Oh, and, that doesn't surprise and, me. Yeah. That wouldn't surprise yeah. me either, because there's also data has come out that the funds from overseas now overtakes funding from within Japan for anime series. So and that's mostly and that makes sense. It's just that's licensing and streaming money like. Yeah. The money that Crunchyroll or Netflix or um, High Dive is paying to stream anime on their services is so much so that it actually, they get more profit from that money than they do from any of the money that they're getting from Japan.
I mean, it's close. It's not like hugely overtaken it, but it is more. Overseas money is a higher amount right now. So that could change. That bubble could burst. And then. Really? Overseas yeah. money is more than ja Japan now? Yeah. Well, we have an article. I mean, there's, yeah. there's so no. many people. There's more people outside of Japan than. Yeah. Well, that Japan. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. So. But I guess I'm just shocked because, okay. You guys are all acting like, oh, duh. Like, well, no, it's not all duh. No, no, no. We were, no, no, no. When we were growing up, yeah. nobody liked anime. Yeah. Nobody. Like, now but that, that, that makes so sense. Hard to get. It was really yeah, hard to get. Yeah, but that's true. That's true. But yeah. it's like, to hear that it's it's outnumbering Japanese numbers, like, I I'm, I actually didn't know that. Yeah, well, that, that just came out within, like, the last year. So, I mean, it's very recent. And, but we have an article on Anime News Network. I can drop some links in, like, I our think, YouTube description. I think, actually, I remember reading it. It was pretty, like, it wasn't it, like, in the last year or two, yeah, right? Yeah, it was within it's the last It's not like year. it's been, it, like, this, it's, like, just happening. Yeah, well, it was, If you like, remember that, yeah. that one um, analytics site for Attack on Titan... You know they did their numbers and you know for streaming it's hard because no, none of the streaming services actually share their their info yeah they, not, with, not with us anyway yeah yeah but based on the data they could pull they basically calculated that at the time attack on titan the final season was the most in-demand show in the world yeah i like remember that, that. Like, mm -hmm. worldwide more people yeah. wanted to watch that show than like even game of thrones or whatever yeah. the big number two yeah. was. so yeah i think i think attack on titan i also think my hero academia like my hero i remember when i would talk to the funimation people they're like that show's way more popular in the u.s than it is in japan and it was it just i don't know about y'all but tiktok two years ago it was on everything like oh, really? everyone was cosplaying it everyone was doing skits about it everybody was like it was just like you couldn't get rid of my hero Academia. it was just yeah. everywhere the but, kid um, down the street who catches the bus with my uh first grader has a uh, I think it's a My Hero Academia pullover. He wears it. I mean, my my thirteen year old has a Todoroki Everyone. one that he wears yeah. all the time. Yeah, it's mm -hmm. it's just normal. Just wanted to say I did Google Gungrave's DVD sales. <laughs> it didn't show up, so I'm just gonna say it was overwhelmingly positive, and it just was so good that nobody even wrote an article about it. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no one needed to. It no one needed. Just, everyone exactly. just knew. They ever just everyone knew. looked at their the eight copies of Gungrave on their shelf, and they went, "Yeah, I know. That. Everyone, everyone, yeah, knows. everyone bought that." You guys miss forums. I I wish I could start a Gungrave forum. I was yeah. a part of a of the BlackSwordsman.com where we would talk about Berserk, and I. I would viciously defend Griffith. I was viciously. On, I was Were you on, on the, there? Not that one, but okay. I was. But I was on like three different anime forums back in the day. Um, one was for pirating. Oh and yeah, I didn't work here at the time. Okay, I was a child, and then and that was uh, the only way to get anime back then. Yeah, so I, so can't, I was on. Yeah. I was on that forum, and I was on. Um, you on Gaia Online because yeah, that's where I was. Yeah, I had a oh, Gaia Online. Gaia Online. Yeah. What was that? Oh, oh, you mean when we were for streaming? Oh, what did I? I definitely did Gaia Online. I want to remember the other ones I did. I did Anime Seed, I think. I don't know that one. No. I did Anime Seed. Definitely Gaia Online. Mm -hmm. Does oh, Neopets man. count as a forum? Because yeah, <laughs> I had a score on Neopets. Neopets, and um... I. Oh gosh. Trying to think Dude, of other it is does Gaia Online exist anymore? Oh yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I was on Gaia Online around the same time I was playing Maple Story, which was a browser game then. Oh, my, wow. My, Maple I have a buddy Story, that yeah. goes through like cyclical addictions to Maple Story. Like every mm -hmm. every year, year and a half, you'd be like, all right, guys, so I just put is, another 80 hours in a Maple Story. Is Neopets a thing still? I think it is, but I think they sold Barely. out to like NFTs or something. Yeah. It's really sad. Anyway. It was like a whole Neopets. Wow. Thing. 
Yeah, we can't get into that. That's like a whole. Let's not get into that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. Uh, the last thing um, we wanted to talk about is Jordan Peele just did a an interview in which he discussed his previous almost directing, almost directed Akira, which, as I mentioned earlier, is a cursed live action project that has gone through like ten different directors, producers. Like Warner Brothers has had the rights to make that live action film, I think, since two thousand and two. Yep. And it has not got it's gotten multiple script re- rewrites and a bunch of different Lindsay directors. Lindsay sent attached. it to me. Stephen Norrington, Hughes Brothers, Jomay Colette Sarah, Daniel Espinoza, David F. Sandberg, Leonardo DiCaprio. He was gonna produce it. Yeah, yeah. Justin Lin, Taika Watiti, Jordan Peele. Taika Watiti, I think, is actually might be the most recent one who might still be be attached to the project the the thing after keeps, Thor: love and thunder i'm gonna go ahead and say please no yeah please he's no. and he's that doing was four, his four. first bad work though that guy was like a comedic genius where we are yeah. in the shadows or what we what do we in the do, shadows. Oh, yeah, what we, we do in the shadows, shadows. james you look like you'd be a character in what we do in the shadows <laughs> i could literally see you okay. i don't know which one you would be though I haven't watched it, so could, I don't know oh how. Can I, be Matt, can I be Matt Barry? Can I be? Uh, yeah, I was gonna say you yeah, could be Matt Barry him. vibes. You could also be the the nice guy who's the assistant. Guillermo. Guillermo, you're like a combination of Guillermo and Matt Barry. You're not mean enough to be Matt Barry. I don't know, <laughs> but you do. You're kind of like a hybrid of the two of them. Lindsay, I, if you haven't I seen that show, you will it. love that show. Okay. It is like it's like gothic and vampires but like an office sitcom okay okay you sold and, me. and it's like <laughs> Have you not seen they're the movie trapped Lindsay? they're trapped in modern times but they're like super oh my god Lindsay, there's this yeah. 90s rave episode it's really <laughs> good i remember that. raves never went oh. to one but i remember them anyway yes. so yeah taiki watiti is also um i think still attached to direct it and worked on the script treatment. But one of the problems with the live action Akira, why it's never come up is because it's expensive to make and it's not attached to an already successful franchise. Like it's not a Marvel movie. It's not a D, you know, DC comics movie. It's not Star Trek or Star Wars or anything. They're like, it's this niche manga slash anime movie. And the mangas goes much further. So if they wanted to stick to that, it might take up to two films. They've said, and no one wants to just drop a bunch of money on a sci-fi film that they don't know will perform well. Yeah, but maybe that's for listen. The best. Akira is just a work of art. Akira slide into their movies, like Jordan yeah. Peele did. In Jordan nope. Peele did put the Akira uh, bike slide in Nope, so he did. Do yes. That. Mm. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I just it's Akira is so good. Mm-hmm. I just don't. It's I just don't know how you touch it. You know, yeah. and I hate to say it. Every I, I'm I'm trying to think of like a really great live action, but like even the Disney ones, they're just like not as good as the originals. And like I'm like, this is just making yeah. us spend money. Yeah. To you know what I mean? Like we're just it just so we go and spend money and we get like nostalgia feels for a little bit. But yeah. Just, it's never as good as the original. Just go watch the movie. It still looks amazing. Um, we, just yeah. re- we just re-released the the regular Acura in theaters. Yeah. Do that that would be amazing. I would go watch it because I never got to yep. see it in theaters. Never. And do you know yeah. how beautiful that would be in theaters? Yeah, I watched yeah. that on my phone and I'm like, this is so cool. Like, imagine, you know, yeah. but yeah. yeah. It's kind of sad though. It's just like, you know, to kind of, I don't know if we 
we didn't touch on the one piece thing, but like one piece, right. Mm -hmm. They just dropped the movie poster um, for Netflix's live action. And everybody was like commenting, like, this is going to bomb, blah, 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 you know? Mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. It's just hard. I, in its defense, and we've talked about this on the podcast before, if any live action could kind of work, I feel like it could be, it could be one piece because it's just kind of like bubbly and fun. I mean, it's got right. some super dark moments, right? But like yeah. the world I could see, but okay, now, I, now I'm scaling it back because I thought Cowboy Bebop, I actually thought visually they, they did a good job with the world and the story was, just sucked. The story sucked and there were some compositing issues, but it, I mean, yeah. I thought some of the sets were really good. And the I mean, hey, Shinichiro Watanabe was like, I didn't watch it. Well, Which you know, I think the, the problem most... is they just keep trying yeah. to adapt things that look amazing in animation and would be ridiculously expensive to do in live action. But, mm -hmm. you know, Netflix just dropped Monster. Yeah. And they could, that's already basically a, a primetime Netflix drama. Yeah. Just get Guillermo del Toro to make it. Let Guillermo del Toro make ago. Monster, guys. Please. Give three seasons. It'll be a masterpiece. Yeah. Yep. There we yeah. Go. I'm down. Yeah. I had a sneeze coming and then it left. Okay. Um, before we get to our anime reviews, we're going to tr start trying to do this thing where we list our lineups. So since there was a new trailer for Sailor Moon Cosmos movie that's supposed to come out in June, uh, that just came out. And I have learned that James is finally watching Sailor Moon. So I wore my Sailor Moon Lineups shirt. like our favorite Sailor Scouts? Yeah. Yep. Top oh, five. Easy. Okay. I didn't even prepare for this assignment. I didn't even prepare and I already know. I so sent like, it on Discord. I always try to do you? that. Yeah, oh, it's all right. Okay. But since Jackie is so prepared, I'll let her go. Damn first. it. I was like, yeah, you raised your hand. Last two. Okay. <laughs> yeah, you're like, brag, so, brag. Oh, now y'all are going to get the explanation. Okay. So, um, top five. When I was a kid, I was really, really quiet and shy. And, um, just like had a lot of trouble speaking my truth. So I really like Sailor Mercury. Um, but deep down, I was always like a Sailor Mars. And like, as I grew into myself, I like 100% became Sailor Mars. So I'm going to put Sailor Mars number one, but Sailor okay. Mercury is like a very close number two. Okay. I love cosplaying Sailor Pluto because she's tall and she's mysterious and she's got like those Scorpio vibes. Like she's like cool and calm and collected, complete opposite of me. So I love cosplaying her because like I love to like act like I'm that and I'm not at all. Like, yeah. but I love love her because she's like the complete opposite of me in every single way. I kind of put Sailor Uranus for fourth. Like she's just a baddie. I think she's the toughest. Um, she's like hard. Uh, she's kind of a little hard headed like me. Um, doesn't have a lot of compassion. <laughs> she can just be like kind of brutal. <laughs> so I think Sailor Uranus, man, for the fifth one. You know what? I'm I'm debating. I was debate debating between Sailor Saturn and Sailor Moon, and this is why I'm gonna go with Sailor Moon. I used to hate Sailor Moon growing up. Mm -hmm. I thought she was super fucking annoying. Mm -hmm. Um, and but as I've gotten the very older, Mars thing to say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, but as I've gotten older, like I love how she cared about her friends so much, and I am a Cancer rising, so I. <laughs> unfortunately see parts of myself in her because i cry about everything too so i'm gonna say that but sailor saturn is like honorable mention for sure because sailor saturn was always always like 
just so badass, like so powerful. And then had like the only, like they all had like kind of like some darkness, but she had a really dark, like emo background. So there yeah, you she go. She's the, the goth one. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Yes. Now, I thought that was going to be Lindsay's number one. And Lindsay was like, no, no girl. You're <laughs> Mars. So yeah. it's like, oh, okay. Okay. But yeah. James, you said you have, you're still in the yeah, first what's, season, what's, right? What but... is yours? So you're only in the first season? Oh, I, I work two jobs and I, I only have so much time. We've been watching one episode a day during dinner. That's been our, it's yeah. been our little so dinner James, ritual. So James is going to be going partly on vibes, which is totally. Yeah. Mostly vibes. Cause I've only, I've only met three of the sailors so far. I've yeah. met, uh, Sailor Moon and Sailor Mars and the bubble one. Um, Mercury, which was yeah. Mercury. There we go. Yeah. So, um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, as far as top five goes, uh, I'm going to have to give uh, number one, the leader to Sailor Mars because mm. she, uh, she calls her soggy out on her shit. And I find it very funny. Yeah. Um, and uh, my, my wife put it really great yesterday. She said that um, Sailor Mars is basically the protagonist of like a spooky horror manga that like accidentally wandered into this magical girl <laughs> anime. And she's really okay. pissed about it. And um, that's, it's just very amusing to me. Um, and then uh, pretty much everyone else is going off of vibes because uh, as much as I love the other two, um, I like the, the vibes of these ones more. So um, uh, Sailor Jupiter seems like she could like hang out and play games for like a, a good while. Yeah. Which I, you know. Um, she's she's she, sweet. Yeah. Yeah. She seems cool. Um, I like big her sister rhythm. energy for sure. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Big sis energy for sure. Uh, she'd like let you tell her all about your favorite like video games and she wouldn't like look at you like you were an idiot for doing it. So that's yeah. great. Um, and then uh, Sailor Pluto is really pretty and mm -hmm. I like her hair. So a lot of this is going to be based on how much I like their hair, but I like okay. her hair a lot. Yeah, so they all have hair. great hair. Yeah, like and I like that the kind of she, she she gives me like um, she's way smarter than me and better. Um, she's a scientist. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. she also doesn't seem like she'd be too condescending about it. Like she she'd let me live my life and I would be fine with that. And so I respect that. She's too. nice. She's yeah, like she super nice. sweet. She's like Chibi and and Rini's like guardian. Like she takes mm -hmm. care of them super oh, hard. Okay. So wait, who is your break it down? It was Mars and then break them down really quick. Uh so Mars, Jupiter, and then I got um Pluto. Uh Pluto. Yeah. Okay. And then um I have Sailor Uranus because um she just in she fourth like place she, again. Okay, okay. She looks like she drives like a motorcycle. She does. Cool. She does. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, yeah. She has yeah. She's got a motorcycle oh, yeah. and a sports car and yeah. a helicopter. And she, she's, she's we all want ones, to right? date Uranus. Seriously, everyone wants to date Uranus. She's just in, like in the manga, cute. she's a professional race car driver. So, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I did that. She's perfect. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, finally, I think I got to go with Sailor Saturn because she's okay. tiny, but she's got a big old spear. Yeah. And that's pretty cool. Yeah. Um, and that's like a, I like the, as as far as the silhouette of the team goes, that's like a good like a mm -hmm. good vibe. She would stand yeah. out. Like yeah, she's home, the so. baddest ass one in my opinion. Mm -hmm. I get that. It's funny you pick Sailor Jupiter a second. I never really vibe with Sailor Jupiter. There is like a strong Sailor Jupiter contingent out there. Like yeah. she has like a huge like when I ask people who's your favorite Sailor Scout, so many. I think more than anything, always say Sailor Jupiter. Okay. And I'll always be like, later. really? She's yeah, tall. So... She can do judo. Like, she's really good at judo. But also, she's got a soft feminine side because she enjoys baking and cooking and is really good at that as well. So she's she loves taking care of houseplants. So she's kind of got like this, like, she's got wifey vibes, but also she could kick your ass. So people like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
All right. She also has the best earrings. Yeah. She's got Remember she had, she had rose earrings. Yeah. Yeah. James, James is looking do, it up right now. I almost <laughs> want to turn this into a pseudo Sailor Moon podcast, yeah. but I oh, won't yeah. do that to us. Yeah. I won't do that. Okay, Lindsay's. Okay, got Lindsay. my five. Super easy for me. Um, Mars, <laughs> Mars is my number one. Um, I have her transformation wand tattooed on my arm. This is from R, so this is her star transformation wand. I like this, that one the best. So, um, so yeah, she Sailor definitely Mars. has the best transformation and the coolest little the rings of fire and everything. Yeah. And then, yeah, yeah. And yeah. Then, and then her heels click and she's like, Mars. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's my number one. My number two is Sailor Uranus because she's my girlfriend. Um, we drive around in her car and go on picnics. And then. Is she okay uh, with the fact that you didn't put her number one? Like, is, is she, does she get it? I think she's cool with it. Okay. Yeah. Hold just to clarify, Lindsay's like Sailor Mars, but she would date Sailor Uranus. Yes. So that's why yeah. Mars has to go first. Yes, yeah, that's why yeah. Mars has to go first. Yeah. It was really funny when Jackie said that she didn't like Sailor Moon growing up, because I also didn't like Sailor Moon growing up, because I also thought she was annoying. I was like, get your shit together. I Come mean canonical. Canonic <laughs> Even Luna's she like, can't... how are you this dumb? How are you this bad at everything? <laughs> I'm telling you. At by the end of it james you're gonna love her and i right. think that's well, like, i already uh, love her she's adorable yeah. she just sucks at everything oh i hated yeah, her when i, I was feel a kid. like as an adult i relate to her more now because i've developed anxiety and so now i also know what it feels like to be overwhelmed and want to cry all the time which i was too confident and like sure of myself and hadn't been put in my place yet as a kid so i was just like this isn't hard this isn't hard what's your problem none of this is hard and now i'm like oh my god so yeah so mars uranus Super Sailor Moon I have as number three because I like that's my favorite one of her costumes where like it's got the rainbow skirt, yeah. the transformation has mm -hmm. butterfly wings and everything. I don't like the eternal costume as much with the like big goofy wings. So um it's prettier in the manga because they're all feathery, but like in the anime they're just kind of like chunky looking or something. Oh sure. Anyway, so that's my number three. One, two, three. Oh wow, I only picked four. Why did I do that? Um my fourth one is Sailor Saturn because she I've cosplayed as her. There are some really dorky cosplay pictures back there of me as Sailor Saturn. I had the huge glaive and everything. And I like painted some boots and put new laces in them and like really like jimmied it together to, to make that work. So she's my number four because she's Dude, super we, cool. We messed this up. Remember we're going to have one to be the judge? Oh, I didn't know that. It's okay. It's okay. Continue. All right. And then I have to just like randomly pick a number five. So my number five would then be Sailor Jupiter because she was my favorite as a kid. Actually. Okay. So Mars, Uranus, okay, so Mars, Uranus, Sailor Moon, Moon, Saturn, Jupiter for me. That's a pretty strong squad. Yeah. Yeah. So all of us had Mars. All of us had Uranus. I didn't, I, I was the only one who picked Sailor Mercury. She's very unpopular. I feel like that's why I kind of like her a little bit. Yeah. She, I think she's more popular. I've heard she's really popular in Japan though. Girl is wanted she... to go home and read the dictionary. For yeah, me. I, I did what... relate to that. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of vibe with her being a loner, Lindsay. Yeah. When we were, I don't know, Lindsay. I feel like Lindsay and I had almost the most identical childhood, but we were in like different parts of the country. Yeah. But like, I felt that loneliness and like having nowhere else to turn but like books and stuff like that. So I yeah. feel like I just. Kind I think of the only difference is that like Sailor Mercury was she was introverted and and everything and like I was also lonely like that but i was also angry at everyone about it i was angry <laughs> but i was openly angry at everyone yeah. about it I'm like oh you suck That's why you, won't, you won't be my friend because you suck actually it's not me you just suck that, that was kind of my approach to it i'm like, trying Mars to say, that was my defense, defense mechanism 
So. Ooh, someone in chat said Jupiter, Mars, Venus. We had we heard no Venus. Yeah. Um, moon and then Mercury. Yeah. I, I know some is, people. Is Venus Uranus's girl, Uranus's girlfriend? No, that's Neptune. Neptune. I almost Neptune. said Neptune because okay. Neptune is like she's just like a, too perfect. She's like stunning, but she's yeah, she seems, hair. Yeah. But she has plays a little bit of a bitch, like in a good way. But like yeah, but she, the last season, she actually like hides some sass under her like her like kind of uptightness there's, yeah. a there's a lot of stuff going on in stars there's a lot of sexual tension in stars which is kind of weird like huh. specifically between uranus neptune and um i think it's yaten one of the starlights like comes on to neptune a couple times and uranus actually gets really pissed off about it because it has to do with like unzipping her dress before in a performance in one episode. Dude, there was some weird oh, wow. sexual stuff. Yeah, I, I, I never really hits on Sailor Moon quite a bit too. Like, uh, she calls her kitten. Yeah, like she gives her. Like, oh sure, definitely, yeah. definitely. So. By the way, Neptune's a Pisces. Everybody, yeah. enough said. <laughs> uh, that's all I'm gonna say about that. <laughs> so yeah. Anyways, that was fun. Um, yeah. So we're going to add that element, James. We're going to start doing like drafts, but in one of us has to be the judge. So then we, oh, the person, okay. so next remember, one will be two. Yeah. So then I would have picked, for example, like whose lineup I liked better. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We, we can and still then, have a judge. Maybe because, well, no, I don't know enough about Sailor Moon to be a, a good judge. No. I would yeah, just he go could off not. Of how much I like their hair. So, <laughs> which honestly couldn't be a valid argument. You it's know, cool. like maybe the dealer would have been like, I get the hair argument. So, yeah. Anyway, that was fun though. Yeah. Uh, now Trigun. Now we got to do Trigun, uh, specifically the Wolfwood episode, which I assume Jackie was really looking forward to the introduction. Yes. Okay. So I, okay, a couple things here. Okay. I loved Wolfwood, but I, and I might have just made this up in my head. I liked Wolfwood because I felt like he was like, he was a little cocky, but I also felt like he was a priest and, you know, he was trying to do what was right. And, you know, like, I don't know. Like, I felt like he was kind of a good boy. And he ain't a good boy now. That's funny because, like, I feel like I remember him being a dirtbag. He was a dirtbag. This boy is like, a dirtbag in this show. This version is, he's uh, definitely. He's got dirt all over he, his face. Like, <laughs> like. I don't, I feel like he's really dirtbag in this one. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I just kind of glorified him in the, in the old one. I don't know. Yeah. Tell me if I'm wrong here, but maybe you couldn't he, see his dirtbag qualities for, for how honestly, James, I hate to say this. I think that like when I was younger, I was just like blinded by my crush on him. Right. I think that that <laughs> might be, I think you I might get be it. Right. I mean, after seeing this, I get it. I was, yeah, blinded by but my this, crush this one's like, way hotter. This one's yeah. way hotter than the one, the one back in the day, he had like a bigger nose and he kind of didn't dress well. This guy's got like the high cut. Actually, I was talking to my boyfriend and I was like, my boyfriend's seven foot, by the way. And he yeah. like, he, I'm like, these pants would look good on you. Like they will come above your ankle. And like, yes. you know, it's like embracing the tall guy thing. And he's like, hell no. Never. Yeah. And I'm yeah. like, this is what's in right now. Like, you want to show off your ankle and you want to show, you know, no James, socks. Sexy ankles are a thing for men's sexy pants. Sexy ankles. Okay. Yeah. I've, got, I've got to keep that in mind. So he are, is are working on sexy ankles. giant crosses also, like, is that a hot accessory? To be honest, that was uh, why I love the old one. <laughs> it is still, it's, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, this guy, he's kind of, he's more F-boy than I remembered the old one yeah. being. But anyway, let's I hear did. a summary. Yeah, I d well, since we skipped last episode, I did want to briefly like talk about oh, yeah. the fact that 
like knives killed a whole bunch of people in that episode. Dude, yeah, last episode was so... better than this one. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh it shoot. So it got so violent and it got dark so violent. Scary. He was dismembering people all over the place with his weird um like oh what what is it tentacle like knives with his, with his millions like, oh, of knives with his millions of, but the knives remind me of that stuff they put at the top of uh chain fences barbed wire barbed wire, barbed wire. yeah it kind of looked like oh it was worse wire. than barbed wire girl those are like tentacles they were like yeah and just they like shredding people the bits the gundam bits vibes where he could just like they could swirl around him and like twirl and yeah. Do all of his murdering for him long distance. It was yeah. Intense. And they also they also set up the uh kind of questioning Vash. I feel like this was more apparent in the original that Vash is like a, a stalwart pacifist. Like he doesn't believe in like hurting or killing people. That's why he runs away most of the time. And he's asked by I think three different people three different times in episode three of which side he's on. Like they're telling him like, you need to pick a side. Are you, aren't you on my side? I'm your crazy evil brother. Or aren't you on our side? We're the, you know, villagers that are being attacked or aren't you on my, you know, he gets asked that three different times and he never answers. And so I feel like I just wanted to go forward in episode four with that, like in our mind. Cause I feel like that's going to be important later as far as like themes and character development within yeah. the series, but also yeah. yo knives is nuts. And also, I don't remember Jackie. There's a lot of things I, I maybe don't the remember. Bomb guy? The Loki bomb guy? Loki had a guy. crush on him. I was like... In this? I have a crush on everything. <laughs> yes, yes. The, the guy that had he was bandages like, that covered his whole... Yes, the Mad Max yes, looking... Yes, like, the, he looks like an enemy in a borderland. You know why? Because he was giving me stained vibes. Yep. That's where I was going with him. Like, so the, the guy who looks like... Stain, who looked like a and he was like Ninja Turtle and just like human. the lankiness, and I don't know. I was just like, okay, and the cackling and the yeah. exploding, all of. But that. then his arms just got like. I was and then like, you were Whoa. out. Can we? Okay, so like, I am really enjoying Trigun. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I just am not sure like how receptive everyone is else is being to it because it's yeah. like I know that the CG has been like really bothering people like. I just don't. It's great though. Yeah, me. I just don't. This it is don't, probably it the best me. CG anime ever. It, it, ever. Like yeah. some of the things they're doing in the show. I, I, I was. I don't. I don't know if I actually tweeted this or not, but I've been thinking about tweeting it for weeks because okay. I've been thinking it over and over. Yeah. But this, I think this show visually is just as impressive to me as chainsaw man just mm. in a completely different way that's fair but the, yeah. the the way they're pushing the envelope um like even like in um in the i keep wanting to call him wolfhard like you said stranger things the thing that the way that like the way that they can capture wolfwood using his weapon with the mm. camera angles and the depth of field like yeah. you just can't do that into the animation without like working someone to death yeah, and the yeah. fact that they can it's just so it's it so cool really looking good. it was really cool yeah um the thing i was gonna ask jack do you remember because when knives leaves at the end of the last episode he's like and he, he shows up again in this episode he's with some doctor and then some like little girl who has the same haircut that yes i don't yeah, remember yeah. that Character. I didn't remember them either. Okay. To be honest, Lindsay, all I remember is was Bash, Wolfwood, Meryl, M Millie, right? Who's yeah. not even in this one. Yeah. And I just remember they were like in a desert 
and I really liked it. Like that's yeah. all I remember. And I remembered I tried to rewatch it two years ago, and it was just like really slow. Like, yeah. and I didn't remember it being like that when we were younger. Yeah. And it, it's different. Like James Sailor Moon's very easy to. <laughs> I like this picture of Wolfwood. It's a good one. You got hit by a I, car. <laughs> I want to say something. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> Okay, moving on. Yeah, look at these facial expressions. Like, yeah, I, I know I, that people I, are used to the rigid. Um, yeah, they're not good, but like the 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 amount of expression they're able to get in like okay, screenshotting the show is so hard this because every frame too much, Lindsay. Why? What am I doing, Jackie? <laughs> these screenshots are just ridiculous. Yeah, they look like they're just happy boyfriends. They're just boyfriends. Yeah. They are. Yeah, they are. They really are. I would totally. Yeah. I am totally about this ship. So, to be honest, <laughs> buddy daddies. I w don't really like the other guy. I Kazuki. I don't Kazuki? really like the other. Guy. Yeah, he's like he's such just a like, good dad. He is a good dad. He's fine. No, I he's just, good. I really, he does girl the nicest things. Okay, he's he's he fine. But I just I don't like him as much as Bash and I, I and Wolfwood. Like I ship them over me shipping Kazuki and Ray. Okay, that's fair. Does that make sense? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Like you, as far as the dynamic between it's the, the dynamic. Yeah. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah. I feel like I feel like Wolfwood and Vash would be like the really complicated like breaking up and then getting back together <laughs> with like angry reunion breakup sex like every yeah a hundred percent. Kazuki yeah. and Ray would they're stable like they they have their home they're raising their child and yeah. yeah sometimes they get into fights sometimes they really screw up murdering dozens of people for money <laughs> but at the end of the day they have each other whereas. You know, Wolfwood, he's going to hit it and quit it, you know, six days out of seven. And <laughs> Vash doesn't commit either. He's Vash, always, like, yeah. Vash yeah. is always running, you know. He's, he yeah, can't so. commit. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like Vash is definitely anxious attachment. That's true. 100%. Also, yeah, yeah. I definitely think Wolfwood is avoided. Like, uh, he yeah. is 100% hit it and quit it. But I think Vash is like, I'm, I'm clingy and I'm going to be with you and bothering you for the rest of your life. Yeah. But he wants we to travel. Them. Yeah. Yeah. He'd ask like a lot of questions Together. afterward. He'd be like, Was that good? Did I do a good job? Like, <laughs> yes. Do, I, do you need me to do anything different? And we'll yeah. be like, you are, I just, I need space. I'm going to go out for a smoke. And, that then Bash would, and then Bash would internalize that for weeks and be like, I ruined it. This whole, it's, I screwed it all up. Um, this is awful. <laughs> Um, and then he'd cry really loud and then Wolfwood would come back in and it would just be, it'd be hot, but it'd be messy. So. It would be messy. I don't think they'd be a good match, but yeah. we love yeah. them together. Yeah. Um, this weird kid. This weird kid. Zazie yeah. the, wait. Oh yeah, I guess. Yeah, Zazie guess the spoilers. Beast. Yeah, Zazie the Beast. Yeah, so this is Zazie the Beast who was, he was in the original, although maybe I should use they because he's like a, Zazie the Beast is like sentient bugs or something like that. Um, like there's a different yeah. version of his his shtick in the manga, uh, the old anime and the new one. And I don't know how much of this is applicable to the new one other than he can control worms, the giant worms. This whole thing was funny. Him just like totally screwing For not up. Knowing how to give <laughs> that was Turns terrible. Out. He like went up to the kid. He's like, yeah, life sucks. Uh, you know, sorry you lost your, your family. Or I'm gonna open. Was, yeah, yeah. And then he was like, happened to me too. Bye. I was just like, <laughs> it's like also well, it's especially funny when you realize that, that this whole thing is just an act. Yeah. That they're, that they're putting on. So yeah, yeah. Wolfwood and Zazie are putting on because they're in it together, which you don't find out yeah. until the end of the episode. Um just a lot of 
A lot of I these screenshots. Ma- are I guess it makes faces. it. Uh, it yeah. I guess it's uh, it's good to know that it was all an act, but still was just like this invoice part was funny. Yeah. I thought that was funny too. Yeah. He's so pretty. Look at I, him. I know. Mm-hmm. With his tinted pink shades. I know. Yeah. They both have great sunglasses. Yeah. And not the he... toothpick. Oh, that's a lollipop. It's oh a lollipop. God. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. The worm. I wanted to kind of. So this was like kind of Dune esque slash tremors. Super. Yeah. You can't have a sand Dune. planet without a worm. In the yeah. Line. Do you guys remember the, the movie Worms? No. No. Oh, come on. It was. Oh, Tremors. Maybe that was it. It was yeah, the tremors, one where sure. they were like, okay, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Tremors, yeah. on the ground because they can sense your vibration. Yes! Who was in that movie? That used to scare the hell Kevin out of me. Kevin Bacon? Who yeah. is it? It Kevin was Bacon. Kevin Bacon! <laughs> I'm sorry, why am I getting so excited about this? Reba McIntyre was in that. Reba McIntyre was in that? Yes! Wow. I totally forgot. I definitely remember Fred Ward. Yeah. He was like the ultimate baddie and every he's like he's just the hard ass yeah yeah there's yeah. always one with a shotgun when you're in, like, i did a not remember movie. reba mcintyre in that yeah anyway that moving must on. early before she started act because i mean she had a tv show later but yeah my mom used to listen to her cds she, my mom likes country music but yeah Aww. so they get swallowed really i had a really hard time picking which wolfwood screenshot to use for our thumbnail on youtube by the way i was like i need so a many good space ones. but he needs to look hot um yeah. but um yeah, uh, getting swallowed by a worm. I was, as they talked a little bit, the bigger worm, the more detached electron. What does that mean? I was totally I lost on what that was. Okay. Just I, I honestly screenshotted stuff. this so that, like, I wouldn't forget that it happened because that it sounded like the kind of thing where, like, someone in the comment section of a review would be like, um, actually, if you uh, paid attention to the dialogue, you know that the way the worms work. Um, <laughs> but I don't know. I still don't know. I don't know. They're like worms. Yeah. They're creepy worm things. Yeah, worms slash tunnels. Because yeah. they're all like crawling around inside this giant worm trying to find a way out. I want to say it was really hard to get that screenshot of Meryl because it yes. was two frames. Uh, I yeah. had to freeze frame it for like 10 minutes to get the perfect shot. But it was- so it's really funny that you did. Okay, because I looked at your screenshots actually before I watched the episode. And so when this happened in the episode, I saw it and it was like, I was like, how did James get that? Like, I I knew that it was like a really quick in-between shot. Um, yeah. You spent ten minutes on it, though. Uh, that, okay, more uh, like five. That was an exaggeration. Still, it was a few minutes because I was cursing at the Crunchyroll app for making it so hard. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just get this in between. Um, I felt like this was the episode where we we actually got to see the most of Roberto being useful for the first time. Didn't even remember him. <laughs> but I've sure. been seeing a lot of theories that he's going to die. And oh, yeah. Millie is going to come sure. along. Because there was that line, and I thought it was, I, it felt like foreshadowing where he was telling Merle, hey, you realize that if anyone finds out that we've basically uh, been harboring the most wanted criminal in the world yeah. for weeks, yeah. we're definitely getting fired. Yeah. Um, and that to me felt like, oh, maybe a change in careers is coming. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And and um, they, um, someone pointed out that like they there was they paid special attention to his his Dillinger. Oh, uh, which his... I guess is the gun that Millie used, but like, oh, I, I get people's big theory is that either at the end of the show or maybe at like a, at the halfway point, there's going to be like a the real trigun is going to begin, and mm. it's going to be Meryl as an insurance agent, and Millie and Meryl is going to be like the grizzled like oh like one like like Meryl will get fired and like start a new job and then get teamed yeah. up. I mean, possible because Wolfa does comment on Roberto's gun in this. He says it's too light 
like he suggests it's fake, like that yeah. it's not a real pistol. And I'm wonder, and I feel like that that probably is foreshadowing for something. He's going to end up in some kind of fake out duel and lose because his gun's not real or something. So he's been giving "I'm too old for this shit" vibes every yeah. single episode. Every like episode, biggest death yeah. flag you can have. Yeah, but yeah. maybe not. Yeah. Hey, Jet didn't die. He survived. That's, that's true. So he was 28 years old. He was 34. How what? old was Jet? We've done this before, Jackie. <laughs> no, Jet was not. I think I was here for the last time we had this conversation. Not 28. Do not tell me that. We've done this before, and you've had this exact reaction before. No, he's 36. I told you he was 36. Is he really? Yeah, but we we thought he looked like he was like 45, maybe like 48. Like I I honestly would say like 50. Yeah. Right? Yeah, sure. Jet is not 36. (laughs) I'm almost 36. I'm not like Jet is balding and like Jackie, my uh, yeah, there are a lot of men birthday week football. is coming up pretty soon. So I know. Um, yeah. Spike, Spike, I, Spike and Faye, I thought were twenty eight and like twenty six, but yeah, Spike's like so. twenty three, I think. Yeah, whatever. That's that's, that's wild. That's, yeah, it is stupid. That's just You're not. Right. That's wrong. That's just wrong. Oh wait, now it says that he's twenty seven. No uh, is knows. that the Netflix? Okay, so no, no, no. Wait, this is it. He's twenty seven. Yeah, maybe maybe it's Netflix's. I don't know. I, yeah. I give it. No, we're not doing this. We're yeah. not doing this. We're not doing this. We're talking about, we're talking about Wolfwood's uh, gun because slash cross slash gun because James was talking earlier about how cool. um, it's yeah and how Super the CG cool. really like fed this scene quite a bit. I'm not still not entirely sure how Zazzy works, like control the worms and stuff. But why is he working with Wolfwood? We don't know that yet, right? Or like why? Why they're? I kind of, I kind of, I don't, I don't think he's been stated, but and this is coming from someone that knows nothing about the the original Trigun, sure. so it's purely speculation. But yeah. I, I got the vibe that they were in some way connected to, um, the weirdos that are working with knives. knives? Yeah, I, I, I think it all goes back to knives for sure. I'm just not entirely sure. Like, what, what does knives get? want? Plants. He wants to just. And he just wants to destroy mankind, essentially. He's collecting all the plants, and we saw at the end of this episode, we probably have a screenshot for it. Um, um, right here. Okay, so he's working. I with don't this... know what the hell this is talking about, about gates to other dimensions. <laughs> yeah, um, that was mentioned a little bit in episode three because Knives mocks Vash for not being able to like access his gate and not being able. So I assume it's some sort of extra dimensional power they're supposed to have which might be why knives but can... when it was talking that he accessed it was there a scene that i forgot where he like did a thing i thought that... no i don't think so no. i think i think it's 100 like that's maybe how his his knives that he sends out works because he's where he's like wearing this garb that makes him look <laughs> like a robe thing. yeah his weird big space robe and it seems like he can disassemble it and it turns into some of the knives and then it would come back and like reassemble and, you know, just something that doesn't make any sense. Um, and so it's suggesting that Vash has access to some kind of powers that he's not currently using and that's called the gates or something. But what we're looking at here, I think, are a bunch of plants inside of tubes, like the one that Knives stole from the town. You can see the weird onion-looking things hanging out in here. That's how mm-hmm. I remember them. They kind of look like garlic. 
Um, so those are all plants. Uh, plants are a power source. And so maybe this extra dimensional, higher dimension thing, they, they want to use all the plants as a power source to access it. What I remember from the original series is that Knives was definitely like a plant supremacist as far as like humans versus plants. And if I talk any more about that, I'm getting into like spoiler territory. So I don't want to do that. I was going to say, is that any like... He definitely do you, does not do care about meetings? Humans. What were you saying, do, James? Do they share meetings with the mushroom supremacists? Because I know that you're, I know that you're like their chapter leader and... and, and I can neither confirm nor deny whether I've had any such meetings in okay. any such forest with any such plant people. Okay. Okay. But when the last of us happens, we'll, we'll know that it was me. It, it wasn't not you. Ew, well, but those aren't cute mushrooms. Nobody that's true. wants that. That's All true. Mushrooms Lin, are cute hold mushrooms. on. Lindsay likes cute mushrooms. She that's does not true. like clickers. She doesn't <laughs> like the big fat boy who explodes spores. Have you, you have you played The Last of Us, Lindsay? No, you always tell me that I need to because <gasps> of all the mushrooms that and you always a lot of mushrooms when I tell you. <laughs> this is the third time we've done this but no i know i need to play it or at least watch the show i heard the last episode was like prime time so good yeah Yeah. i'm not gonna lie the last episode was like don't watch it if you don't want to cry for hours yeah yeah it was it was super intense it's a great show and i honestly Lindsay, you should watch the show yeah and then you're gonna want to play the game you know so yeah yeah but it's it's streaming on hbo right Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. okay i have that one Yep. When so, it's on Paramount or Apple TV that I don't Now let's get to my boyfriend, Ray. Yeah, let's get to boyfriends. Yay, Boy, boyfriend I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Papa Ray. Pa- Papa, Ray. Papa Ray. He's, Papa He's Ray. Daddy Ray for sure. <laughs> Is this your life, Lindsay? <laughs> yes, actually. Like, people will get in the comments about um, how... Miri's so annoying, da 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 da. I'm like, you've never had to be. Yeah, she's just child. a kid. She's fine. Miri is a hundred percent a kid, and a hundred percent this show makes me question if I want to have kids every time I watch it. And it's it's like she's adorable and she's wonderful, but she's a kid, and you're like, yeah. whoa, this is literally what it's like, you know. All so. you have to do is release yourself from the fact that kids make messes, and you'll never be able to keep up with all of them, and nothing that you own in your house has any real value so it doesn't matter if they break it and then you're fine okay it's a philosophical thing that it's the only it's the only way to survive it i mean yes you have to set like (laughs) boundaries for your kids like don't let them play with knives or or whatever but like this part where she wanted to pour the detergent that is kids sees grown-up do thing kid wants to do thing and ends up making a mess doing it is you know it's all part of like their learning experience. Like a kid's never going to learn the motor skills they need to pour themselves a glass of orange juice. If you don't let them try and pour the orange juice into a cup on the floor and let them spill the orange juice all over the floor. It's just, it's just how it works. So it's so funny you say that Jackie, because I, I still, I I still don't really want kids for so many reasons, but well, James, I had almost an opposite reaction. Well, I teach teenagers. All right. Yeah. But either way, that would be reaction. Yeah. I don't want teenagers. I want them to be adorable and cute, and then I want them to be um, independent adults that will survive. You only get one or the other. You, you, <laughs> they either like poop themselves for a couple years, and you're wiping poop up, and then you know they're gonna randomly barf sometimes, and everything mm-hmm. smells bad forever for a couple years, and you don't get any sleep, and then they do this for a while, and then they go to school. 
which um, this episode from a parent perspective is a perfect encapsulation of what it is the first time your kid either goes to daycare or goes like gets on the school bus and suddenly they're not in the house anymore and you're just like and Mary did such a good job she didn't cry yeah she was very brave yeah she was yeah she didn't have separation anxiety or anything this one's just for me and Jackie James you can look too though if you want this is just I can appreciate I can yeah this is Ray Ray. working out I got that bullet hole scar right there. Yeah. Oh, that's the best part is that he's got this bullet hole scar right here on his shoulder. And all the scars, all the scars. He's just so, he's just amazing. He's literally would be the worst boyfriend ever though. He's like completely emotionally unavailable. He would highly be an avoidant personality and um, he needs heavy therapy he's a recluse <laughs> as well yeah um, and he likes to play video games which is like there's nothing wrong with that but he would be the boyfriend where you'd be like yeah let's play video games for a little bit and then he'd just be in his room the whole time and you'd be like what am i like all right this is bad i took the previous but he's screenshot. pretty yeah he is i took the previous screenshot just because it's always funny to me the different versions of google that anime the comes up with legally google. Yeah, yeah legally distinct google so in this case it's google google and Ooh. it's got this cute little winky face on it. Um, I, but yeah, I thought entire... that was like an umlaut. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> this is like just about trying to get Miri into daycare and then also make friends at daycare. That's pretty much the entire plot. Um, most of the jokes shot stuff... fired. Yep. Yeah. There's no guns, no action, or anything in this episode. Uh, this was funny. This is them basically having to fill out all the paperwork to get Miri in a state funded preschool because james you you said you looked up how much it costs in japan to send your kid to preschool and yes. i why don't you tell us that oh god so okay. <laughs> according to the the i think it's a match jp so i you know i didn't do a, a super crazy amount of research so this yeah this could be out of date or maybe not like super accurate but their numbers for people that were like looking to find uh daycare in japan said that um uh, if you're going state funded, um, mm-hmm. you're looking at about 20,000 yen a month on average, which, which is equivalent is, to for right now, it's like 150 bucks a month, um, a month for one for per kid, which is nothing compared to what people in the states have to pay for. Daycare. So for those of you who have not looked up how much it costs to put your kid in daycare or slash preschool, just so you can, you know, like work a full time job as a parent. Um, I did that. For both my kids, there's a big age gap between my kids. So fortunately, they weren't in daycare at the same time. And because of how expensive it was, I didn't send them five days a week. I only sent them three, $600 a month. $600 a month for my kid to go to daycare from nine to five, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday only. It's really, really expensive. Um, You're saying it's more expensive in Japan? No, it's more more expensive here. In Japan, it's like 150 bucks a month. In the U.S., for me, it was 600 do they get government kid. supplementation or something? They get, or? They get yeah. Go, they have government-funded preschool there, so it's supplemented, so the cost is much lower. Interesting. In I also thought what was interesting, I mean, not, you know, I love buddy daddies because I learned things about being a parent. I was like, wow, like, their um, caretakers were, like, young people and then really old people. I think you know that's I mean? kind of normal. To, well, I'm, my kids I, feel like it's, I feel like it's a mix here in the U.S., but maybe not. Most of the teachers at my kid's preschool when he went were younger. Like, yeah. Because you get an early education degree out of, call, yeah. uh, out of high school. And I think that's like a like base 
basis is like a two-year degree. So they some of them they were like early 20s. There was yeah. even one girl who went there who had been a kid who went to that daycare and then you know what and then came back and is now teaching. That's wild. It. Yeah. That's cute. Story. And the lady who owned it was probably like my mom's age. I would have put her in like her early 50s or something, the owner, but most of the uh like most of the teachers were probably in their 20s. They were young. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you have to have energy for that. Yes. Right? <laughs> you got to yeah. have a 20 year old's energy to keep up with all those. Yeah, choices. sure. Yeah. Because we see Miri here, but then imagine you've got like 10 to 12 of them in a room together for yeah. most that's of the day. That's, what, that's what I can't do. I can do like one at a time. Yeah. I can do one, one small. What? <laughs> just um, one singular. Just one. Even two. Yeah. I'm like, nope. You need to go. Don't choke on something in the corner. Yeah, please. To Don't put sister. that in your mouth. Don't put that in your mouth. Yeah. How please. old is that? Oh, you yeah. ate it. All right. Well, it was on the floor. What's that and... quote from? Is this 40? Is, is it chocolate or is it poop? Is it chocolate? Ew. Or is it poop? Oh, my gosh. Stop. Yeah. I'm yeah. sick. Yeah. Um, um, okay. I liked this part of the episode as well when Kazuki is talking about um, forgery. And just tells Mary to quit listening. And then she later repeats it to one of the adults because that's extremely common. Have a kid try to retell a story that they overheard adults talking about that was totally inappropriate for them because you don't think they're listening. They're always listening. They hear um, everything. Yeah, they hear everything. That's funny. They're that's the why cutest I get, family. I get in trouble yeah. whenever I visit my niece and nephew because I'm still kind of bad at not saying bad words, but I don't want them to learn. So I have to be real careful about that. Oh, yeah. Um, I've told Felix like what the bad words are, but now he polices everyone's language in the house, so no one's allowed to say stupid or hate or... Um, oh, wow. Yeah. Um, dumb. Certain just like, yeah, certain stuff he was repeating. Uh, this was funny. I was talking to James a little bit about this before we started, about how there the is... common people. <laughs> there is a um, hard-to-navigate like a uh, social thing with both how you dress your kid and then how you dress when you ap appear at like parent teacher or just parent parent functions and trying to like, <laughs> like walk the tightrope of my kid, my kid needs to look put together and like they are loved at home, but my <laughs> kid can't look too fashionable. <laughs> Otherwise it seems like I'm trying too hard and it, and I'm like trying to, uh, assert some sort of image through them and then it'll look self-absorbed and and petty and it's um it's rough it's rough out there there's a there's a scene in here when they show up all in in their suits <laughs> right they show up all in their that suits. is a great outfit though they dress they both look designs. they all look amazing yeah. like let's be honest they look great especially and, ray though and all the daycare moms like look at them and they get into the like the group chat and they're like, like instantly like oh my god yeah, they're like, look at these wealthy people oh my god she has two dads oh i want to get on in on that they're two they're both really hot what's going on and those exist and they're scary i was on a mommy message board once when talking about forums earlier when i was pregnant with my first son and i left it because it got like so catty and like i can um, only imagine it was awful. Oh, it was, I can. It was run on a Disney website, guys. Like the website was owned by Disney, and we had like moms in there who were like yelling at you because you let your kid drink sweet tea or um, <laughs> circumcision debates, all kinds of. It's just oh, no. I was we're like, good on that. I'm out. I'm out. We're very good on that. Yeah, definitely good on that. Yeah. Um. By the way, Lindsay, when you're talking about dressing, all I could think of was. 
when we were at the airport Yo. and you were in that witch moo moo. It was, was a like, can. Okay, anyways. Can. <laughs> I just could imagine you in your witch hat in that outfit short of parent-teacher conferences. Yeah, that's me. Look, if, if, if someone sh- showed up dressed as a <laughs> witch like, to any parent meeting with me, I would immediately <laughs> think they were cool. I'd be like, that's oh, you're, I... like, you're a cool parent. Like, I like you. I felt that. It was like, Jackie and I got split up at security. We were both catching <laughs> flights next to each other. And someone approached Jackie. They're like, hey, I like your friend's outfit. <laughs> I know. Jackie, about that she was wearing, they're just like, I like your friend's outfit. <laughs> I can't. I really wish that we had a photo of this outfit. So oh, I have it in the closet. I know. It was iconic. Next week, yeah. next week you have to wear it, Jackie. That's I'll wear it next week. But I mean, yes, Lindsay's got to. Um, oh. This is where I reveal I have two closets of clothes. I have one in my bedroom and this one. But anyway, it's a closet. aren't big enough. So. This is oh. it. This is yeah. dress. I, oh, that's great. You have to see it on though, James. It's like baggy at the arms. Yes, it looks like, like, you know, like a witch's casting a spell. It looks comfy as hell. Like that's what Lindsay said to me. I was, you know, she came downstairs. I'm literally in like sweatpants and like a hoodie, and I'm like, okay, yeah, for comfort. I'm like, it's exactly. comfortable. It's exactly. just a big shirt. Really, I can like sit cross-legged under it, and anyway. <laughs> I'm, I'm literally crying right yeah, you guys can't see it but like there's literally i'm crying because yeah. anyway moving on anyway yeah i had uh, overdressed for a parent teacher conference and immediately wondered if i somehow hurt my kids social standing by looking way too extra before <laughs> it's a real thing um so anyway yeah these are just the mom tweets i wanted to point out again i mentioned this james, james earlier that one of the moms is definitely a wino like what are those? The, oh, are those candles? What are those that she had? Are these crab sticks? Oh, are they artificial crab sticks? Which oh. I oh. love. Oh, I love. Those. I thought they were something yeah. else. And yeah. I was like, these mommy message boards are going too hard. Um, yeah. okay. Really, James? I was. I, I don't know what James doesn't know these things. He doesn't know. Oh, why, would, why, why are crab sticks in your profile picture? Oh, no, that's a weird choice for an editor <laughs> as well, but moving on. I liked this as well when they, okay, so they buy Muriel the really expensive clothes, and then, you know, she's socially ostracized for it, and so the teacher's like, hey, go down to, I guess these are called thank you marts in Japan, and everything's like four bucks. Everything's 3.98 yen. 398 like yen. Dollar, it's like the Dollar Tree? It's like a dollar store, but they have apparently, like, a lot of the necessities for daycare there like you can see they've got like individually packaged galoshes and ray finds i don't know some kind of character goods of some sort he's just i just like that he's happy with his his plushies that he i has. i love the running i love his that, like he's basically just a child still yeah because like, his he dad was so mean to him yes. his dad didn't let him be a kid so that he was likes the two dollar hamburg steak yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. All the like Denny's food and stuff. It was actually the last screenshot I got. I wasn't able to get a really good one. But the other thing I really liked this episode is they finally gave Miri her own room. And it's just a really cute little girl's room. Aww. So, yeah. So big rip about the mom. Yeah. I just was like, I don't really want. She's like, I suck. This. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's sad. I wonder if she's going to become like, I don't know. I'm, I, I could see the show leaving her for like maybe like a last minute plot line at the end of the season yeah like, like she it comes gets back. more action-y all of a sudden or yeah. i could see her like 
like moving in or something and like i don't know it'll be interesting because on the one hand it she does seem like she sucks a lot and yeah um i i think it's good well I don't know if it's good that Mary's living with two hitmen, but it's good that she's living in an environment where she is loved and yeah, appreciated. Careful. Yeah. Yeah. Especially yeah, we also got the insinuation that maybe Kazuki's pregnant wife got blown up in a car bomb. Yeah. That's, I mean, it's dark. <laughs> yeah. It's dark. Yeah. Yeah. But I can My yeah. question. Yeah. Um, I, this is going to upset people. Is this better than spy family? Ooh, that is a spicy question. They get compared a lot. And I've seen when the first couple episodes came out, a lot of people were like, oh, this is just something trying to, you know, get on the spy family hype or whatever, because, but it's two dads instead. Is it better than spy family? I think it's a better family drama. Like yeah. as far as like actually what it's like to raise a real child that doesn't have superpowers. Yeah. I think Spy Family has a little bit of that. Like mm -hmm. it, it includes some of that realistic stuff to make it more, you know, engaging. But I think yeah. um uh, like you were saying, Lindsay, I think these last two episodes are my favorite. Mm -hmm. And the, it was almost had nothing to do with the hitman angle. Yeah. It was just them like, how do we like learn how to raise this child successfully? Right. And I think it's doing a really good job at showing like truly what it would be like to suddenly have to raise this kid with your platonic life partner. Um, I also think like something, at least in my opinion, worth saying is that I like Spy Family mostly for Anya. Like Anya feels like the most entertaining part of that show. And I mean, Lloyd's cool and yeah. Yor is okay. But like, as far as like character interactions, I... The kids at the school are fun. But... The kids at the school. I like the Anya at school parts more than any of the stuff with the adults a lot of the time. Just because, yeah. like, yours always just kind of, like, freaking out about whether she's a good enough wife, which I'm, like, eh, about anyway. And Lloyd gets into some funny shenanigans every once in a while. But as far as, like, the actual family unit stuff, I like this more. So far. Yeah, I, I, I'm, like, I know people love Spy Family, and I love Spy Family, too. Um, for some reason, this one just feels more heartfelt to me. I think mm -hmm. Spy Family is very funny and it has like good action, and, and I like the overarching plot of this like, you know, this war that's going on. Um, but I find this one like really comedic, and I think it has a lot of heartfelt moments. Like, I agree with J James; these last two episodes I thought were like a lot heavier, and the social things I'm learning about this. Like, I didn't know anything about like preschools and what you need to wear and the yeah. costs and having to shop around and impress people. Like I didn't even, I didn't know any of this stuff. So yeah. for me, it's kind of educational, which I know is like silly probably to some people, but like, I kind of, I love watching buddy daddies. I'm not going to lie. Like two thirds of the reason I like watching buddy daddies. That was Ray. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure also we've next done a lot episode, of great Ray stuff in the past. Yeah. 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 We have. Well, I'm pretty sure next episode we might get like another action one now that um, Mary's in daycare. So that yeah. they can have her like kind of gone for certain parts and we can get the action going and certain. So we'll kind of, yeah, I mean, I bet we're going to catch up to that opening scene from the first episode where like they, she, the whole, Oh, they got called because she had a cold. Cause she's sick. Yeah. 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 So yeah and, uh, we definitely have like some evil assassin guy who showed up in episode two that we haven't seen again yet. Who's probably going to maybe hey, shout out the by the way to the, the teacher, the preschool teacher. Yeah. She's a fun little character. Yeah. I um, was cute. Miss Anna. Yeah. She was cute. Yeah. And she's yeah. like, she's a bigger lady, but they're not like making a joke out of it. She's yeah. just, just like, and she, you know, she has like 
the deet somewhere to go to do the shopping like she yeah said. yeah i want her to be a bigger character like i want her yeah. to like maybe we'll friends. get little parts with miri just at daycare or something perhaps yeah. a romance that, into that if 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 he i would like actually really be into that if kazuki like fell for the the for the daycare lady that would be yeah. really cute i would That'd love that yeah. i kind of i kind of you'd have to move that. out of ray's apartment though i'm pretty sure that's ray's condo i don't know it just feels like ray's condo oh is again, he, i don't know he sleeps in the bathtub what do i know i don't know <laughs> that's how you well that's how you know it's his like yeah he, he owns every room in that, in that building <laughs> yeah that's too funny all um, right everybody i think that kind of wraps it up for this week we'll be back uh, next week at the same time same places, maybe new places. I don't know. Maybe we'll start an Anime News Network Twitch channel now that we can stream to as many places as you we should. want. You should. There's mm -hmm. no reason not to. You know no what I mean? No reason not to. Could be fun. Yeah. So, thanks for fun. everybody showing up. All right. Thanks, Yay. everybody. And we'll see you next Bye -bye. time. Bye. Bye. Bye.